The views and opinions of today's broadcast are not necessarily the views and opinions of the TJRS radio network. Thank you for being a loyal listener and enjoy the show. Online radio at its best. You are listening to the TJRS radio network. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Good morning and welcome to the serious side of the Jay Rouse Show, the show where we discuss politics, social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then a little comedy as well. Now here's your host, Jay Ryle. Thank you for the wonderful introduction and good morning. Today is November 6, 2022, and here are the topics that will be discussed on this week's edition of the serious side of the Jay Ryle Show. Some of you here are on Social Security. Some of your parents are on Social Security. Some of your grandparents are on Social Security. You know why they have Social Security? Because they work for it. They worked hard jobs for it. They had chapped hands for it. They had long hours and sore backs and bad knees to get that Social Security. Now, one of the biggest names in sports facing backlash for spreading anti-Semitism, NBA star Kyrie Irving off the Brook- of the Brooklyn Nets, shared a link last week on social media to a 2018 film that's been described as anti-Semitic, leading to a heated exchange with ESPN's Nick Friedel during Saturday's post-game press conference. The escalating tensions with North Korea, which fired off another round of missile tests overnight, triggering evacuation warnings in Japan. This a day after launching a record barrage of missiles, some of those directed towards South Korea. So this afternoon, I am offering this resolution that the committee directs the chairman to issue a subpoena for relevant documents and testimony under oath from Donald John Trump in connection with the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol. Online radio at its best. Lord Jesus, I pray that you be with me today. I stand on your word, on Deuteronomy 28, verse 6, a verse that tells me that I will be blessed when I come in and blessed when I go out. So I ask that you may stand with me and stand by my side. Lead me to walk with discernment. Lead me to walk by faith and not by sight. Holy Spirit, please encircle me. Comfort me and hold me safe and secure in your arms. Help me to be bold. If you are on my side, then I can declare that I will not be crushed by fear and anxiety. If you are with me, then I can declare peace in my heart and mind. I look to you as the rock of my life, my fortress, my strong tower, and my strength when I am weak. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for your grace. You are a sovereign God who has charge over our lives. And you are a God who is faithful to deliver those who trust you. Your word says, a thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. I believe this. I believe that nothing, no evil, no darkness shall come near me because of you. 
I look to you, a mighty God who moves mountains, a God who breaks down every barrier, a God who can crush the devil, remove every challenge and giant in my life. And I have the confidence that if I remain in your presence, all things are possible. Help me to let go of all my worries and stress. Help me to let go of everything I cannot control. I may be limited, but you are not. You are a God who is in control. I believe in your word which says, And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. I stand on your word that says, Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you for the promises in your word, promises that fill me with hope and increase my faith. The more I read your word, the more my faith grows, the more confidence I have, the more strength I have to press forward. Isaiah 40, verse 31 says, Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I pray that you renew my strength, Lord. Renew my faith and belief so that I might face today in the authority of your word. You are all-powerful, Lord Jesus, and you are a God who will never leave us nor forsake us. You are holy and worthy to be praised. Thank you for listening to my prayer. Amen. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two is the call at number three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It's the serious time on a beautiful Sunday. I'm Jay Ralph. Thank you guys for being in the house and allowing us to spend a portion of uh, your Sunday with you. I'm here with my big sis, Miss Vanessa Maybell, is in the house. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? Good morning. That prayer was something powerful, right there. That was the prayer awesome. right there. And let me just awesome. say, you better go ahead, Astros, because you did it last night. All righty. Ah, woo woo! Houston Astros woo-hoo. in the house. Hey, beautiful <laughs> Dusty. Dusty Baker finally got that uh, elusive uh, World Series ring. I am happy that uh, the brother made it happen. I'm happy that the Astros, the whole organization, the whole city was like, let's do this for Dusty. Uh, good job. You know, in 2017, the Astros did cheat. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah. But uh, they have proven themselves to be straight-up warriors, and uh, kudos to the Houston Astros. Woo, woo! That's right. I was going to play some theme music this morning, Vanessa, but I, I, I digress. I was going to play some uh, when, you, when I move, you move, just like this. When I move, you move. I was ready to get down this morning. <laughs> Do you know, Jay, that I looked at the last four games in its entirety? I did. I did not miss it. It was awesome. I mean, that little short one, Cuban, what's his name? But wait, wait, wait. Let's not even go down. Did you hear what Mattress Max said to the Philippines? Yeah, yeah. Now, you have to tell people who Mattress Max is. They shouldn't have 
wait, 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 wait. You know what? They were wrong, Jay, because the Astros went in Philly, was trying to get their meals catered. Do you know that there were companies that would not cater their food? Well, they're the enemy. I'm not mad at them. They're the enemy. They're the enemy. You know what? Can't get mad at them for that. Yes, I can. Because, you know what? Just because, what do you mean we're the enemy? I mean, you play other teams. You didn't do that to them. Well, I mean, you did it to the Astros. That is not showing hospitality. That was not no. professional. That was untrue. Okay. And that wasn't fair. Okay. Houston would well, never do that. We would well, never do that, Jeff. Houston and Philly are two different places. And, uh, you yep. know, they were the enemy. Right. So at the end of the day, it's like, hey, they're the enemy. Bring your own damn food. I mean, listen, I ain't mad at them. Well, you, I ain't mad at them. Wrong. That was wrong. Oh, I'm not saying it was right, Vanessa. I'm just saying that, hey, all's fair in love and war. They was like, hey, look here, man, bring your own food. And I never heard that story, but that's okay. Them all out for everything he could think of. And well, that's not what he said. Stuff. He said I some guy that was did. drunk. Yeah. Okay, well, he said some guy was drunk and he went at a Mattress Mac was throwing out four-letter words. Now, for those of you all who are not familiar, Mattress Mac is a guy, he is a Houston icon. He's a guy who started off selling mattresses on the side of the road, and now he is the man in Houston. This was a long time ago. And um, I remember when I first moved to Houston, people said, hey, uh, you know, one name you're going to hear about is Mattress Mac. I'm like, really? And sure, Sherlock, they were absolutely correct. So Mattress Mac, he's a Republican, by the way, so that kind of threw me off. But at the end he of the might day, be a Republican. That is no, true. he's not a Mike. He is a Republican. Hold on, let's give him his due. He takes care of oh, the, poor give him his due. People, the poor white people. When the storm came, uh, Joe Osteen didn't do nothing for nobody. But hey, I'm not a fan Mattress of his either. And sleep on his mattresses, and he passed out mattresses. Mattress Mac is the one that puts up. If you buy furniture, it costs three, four, five thousand dollars, and the Astros win certain segments of the series. Guess what? Your furniture is free. But, but, but wait a minute. But, but, but wait a minute, Vanessa. Okay, that's why corporations, that's why people said, oh, my God, my company loves me because they're giving me an end-of-the-year bonus. Trust me, there's something in it for them as well. When your company gives you end-of-the-year bonuses, they don't want to pay money on that taxes. They don't want to pay taxes on that that's money, true. so they give it to you. That's true. So Mattress, Mattress Mac, uh, Mattress Mac, Yay! Mattress Mac is insured, Vanessa. Money. Stop it. Stop. Yay. It's not his money. When stop. Stop. Came, no, when Harvey came... And Mattress Mac let people. I'm not knocking that. I'm not knocking that. And listen. Well, I'm listen. Here's the deal, and I'll say this: I wish politics went back to that. You and I disagree because of your political beliefs, right? So yeah, he is a Republican, and you know, listen, me being a Democrat, we don't see eye to eye. That that doesn't mean he's not a good guy. And that's why I wish our politics would go back to. Say what? His humanitarian efforts and H-E-B. I'm not knocking that, Vanessa. I'm not knocking that. I'm not knocking that. I'm not knocking that. I I, I think Mattress Mac is a good guy. I really do. 
And uh, listen, if his furniture wasn't so high, I would have bought some furniture from there, but it cost too damn much. So hell no, I can't roll with it. No, can't go down there and buy nothing from Mattress Mac. I walked in Gallery Furniture, and I was like, oh, my God, let me turn around and walk right out. Now, he has attractions for family and stuff like that. I mean, listen, Mattress Mac is a good guy, and you're right. He does he a lot for the community. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. It's the concept. And listen, he, yeah, and he's the anchor on 45. From the concert in the Galleria, Jay, the coffee yeah. table is two thousand dollars. Well, we already listen. Uh, <laughs> listen, Mattress Mac is not paying us any money to advertise this store. But at the end of the day, That's he's perfect. the anchor off forty five here in Houston. Uh, the bottom line is, is that all if you drive up that strip, all you see are furniture stores, and it's because Mattress Mac is the Walmart of furniture stores. Enough about that guy. He's getting too much free airtime, and he can afford it. All right, listen, here's the story I want to talk about, something that I saw in the news the other day. Uh, Dwayne Wade, a former uh, superstar, future Hall of Famer, who retired from the Miami Heat. He's married to Gabriel Union, uh, and he has a son who has come out. His name was his name is Zion. He wants to change his name to, I think, Isaiah. And his mother, Dwayne Wade's former wife, has filed a petition saying, wait a minute, no. He or she cannot change their name until they get eight, until they get 18. And so, you know, I'm for people, if you want to cross-dress, if you want to do all that stuff, that is your business. I don't believe in that stuff. I'm not a supporter of, well, I shouldn't say I'm not a supporter. Vanessa, help me out with this, because you know what the Bible says about stuff like this. I, I just, listen, you can do what you want to do, right? I'm not mad at you, because I'm not going to practice that. But does Dwayne Wade's ex-wife, does she have a point? She's saying, look, this kid is under 18. So and she's accused Dwayne Wade of, of she's accusing Dwayne Wade of trying to find a way to profit off their son uh, who wants to change his name, who wants to change his gender. Um, I don't know. I, I how do you, what do you think about this? Uh, so you know, people know the history of who's been in my family. I don't have it, but I do. Okay, agree I, I didn't hear you. What did you say? Go ahead. I have not hidden that my brother was gay in my family before gay was even thought about when gay was a crime. So on this case, I am with you, but I'm also with her. I don't care what you do, what you cut off, what you change when you turn 18 and you're out of my house. But when you are in my house or when you are underage or when you are underage, you're going to okay. have to wait till you're 18. If you want to change your name, change your sex, do whatever you want to do. It's going to be after you're 18 years old. And she hmm. has a right as a mother to make that decision for her child. Because to me, that is kind of what is wrong with Jada and Will's children. They just let them do whatever the hell they want them to do. They just let them go whatever. That little boy was wearing skirts when he was nine. 
So you know what? I don't have a problem with that. But you're going to do it when you turn 18. You're going to be 18 well, when you do it. Well, here's well, he, let me throw that. a monkey. Let me throw a monkey wrench in your little quickly there. there. The 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 son. I mean, Dwayne Wade has legal custody of the kids. If he so, has legal custody, then the mother can't yeah. say anything but sit back. Well, and that's watch why her she's child. taking it to court. Well, that's why she's going okay, to court. Okay, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take it to court, and I don't think it's anything that he well, could financially gain from it. I mean, it's, I, I, at that point, if he has sole custody, is he? if he has sole custody, I don't understand why she's even in it at that point. I don't think she can do it take it to court. Well, because it's her kid. It's her child. I mean, okay. she feels the same way you do. So, it means, so, the, so the only way to I fight this. That. I've seen that child. I've seen that that child with pictures with Gabrielle and the daddy on the red carpet. Okay. And stuff. So how All right. Is that okay. Child? About 16. That child is 15. 15. 15. So. 15. By the time it gets to court, the child's going to be 17. Doesn't matter. Time and well, but it's, it's her child. So. Well, you know, is it a waste of is, is it really a waste of your time when you're trying to do something for your kid? I mean, listen, I'll run around Houston three that, times if if it if it's something that I think is going to benefit my child. But listen, I I hear what you're saying, and, and I think that uh, eighteen gonna benefit the child. If the child don't live with you. Well, well, well. It's just like anything. But see, listen, what you're saying doesn't make sense. Let me tell you why. Because when a kid child turns eighteen, <laughs> it really doesn't matter. When a child's eighteen, they're grown. And what the mother is saying is so many words, listen, while that child is still a child, it is my responsibility to teach that child my values and my, and, and my values. And so at the end of the day, when that baby becomes 18, that baby's grown. That baby can do what they want to do. My well, kid, when she turned 18, put a, a ring in her nose. No, damn well that she'd have been here, all hell to the gnaw body. But when she turns 18... <laughs> You know, it's a wrap. I mean, you know, yeah, and I'm looking yeah. at her like, okay, it's you know. Like, it's like my niece got a tramp stamp across her back, and me and her was, she, we were fighting it out. She's such a bad yeah. child that I just let her come to my party. So I'm just saying, her mama, them could not control her from getting that tramp stamp at like 14 years old, 15 years old. Now, there you go. she's like covered in tattoos because they didn't well, stop you go. at a certain age. Well, so, so she know. just contradicted yourself. Okay. And that's, well, and, and that's why, I and that's why, and that's why the mom is doing what she's doing. That's okay, why the mother's well, doing what she's doing. But the mom didn't have custody of him. What did she and, do wrong that the judge didn't give her custody? Well, I don't, I don't know. I, well, okay, I don't think they had anything to do with Dwayne mom, Wade has money. Dwayne Wade has money. I think she had some some. Uh, I think I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. We have to go look it up. We'll look it up and we'll get back with you guys as far as what happened with you the Dwayne what? Wade you case and all that stuff. Care. We have to go. I don't yes, care ma'am. What that stuff. It's still a sin. All of that is. I don't like it. Whatever. But to each his own. So I take it back. There you go. The mama is wrong. The child should. But the I still think wrong. the child should wait till eighteen. But. Wow, the no, mom's wrong. Okay, no, there you go. Jay, Jay, wait a minute. Why, what we, is we the man, the daddy says? The daddy is the one that's saying this. The daddy's the one that's allowing it to happen. That's why she's going to court. Okay, we're done with this. We got to go. We got to go. We're over. All right, it's time for an NPR News update. Yeah.
It's time for an NPR news update, and we'll be right back uh, to get into the heavy lifting of the show. It's a serious side. We'll be right back after this. Don't you go anywhere. (laughs) Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. With voting in the midterm elections coming to an end on Tuesday, millions of ballots have already been cast, a majority of them by mail. More than 35 million Americans voted so far with competitive Senate and gubernatorial contests in states such as Georgia and Pennsylvania driving a surge in early voting. Pennsylvania Senate contest between Democrat John Fetterman and Republican Mehmet Oz is being closely watched. So was the governor's race there. A Trump-backed candidate is facing off against a Democrat with more political experience. NPR's Laura Benchoff has more on where that race stands. Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro is campaigning to replace the outgoing Democratic governor, Tom Wolf, and keep the governorship blue. Pennsylvania State Senator Doug Mastriano is running to flip the seat. A retired Army colonel, he got into politics a few years ago. In 2020, Mastriano was one of the Pennsylvania lawmakers challenging the presidential election results. He also went to the Capitol on January 6th. But while Mastriano blew the competition away during the primary, his general election campaign has lagged. Shapiro has spent around 10 times more than his opponent and has maintained a lead in the polls. Laura Benshoff, NPR News, Philadelphia. President Biden getting pushback from a West Virginia Democrat for comments he made about coal. For the state of West Virginia Public Broadcasting has more. Senator Joe Manchin called on Biden to apologize for Friday remarks in which the president said that coal plants would be shut down and replaced with wind and solar. Manchin called the remarks, quote, outrageous and divorced from reality. Following Manchin's criticism, the White House issued a statement praising the contribution of coal miners and communities to the nation's economy. Coal generates about 22% of the nation's electricity, down from nearly half in 2010. The Inflation Reduction Act, which passed with Manchin's support, provides incentives for power companies to move away from coal and toward renewables, but does not require them to do so. For NPR News, I'm Curtis Tate in Charleston, West Virginia. After a down week for the stock market, investors hoping to regain some ground. NPR Scott Horsley reports midterm elections and inflation will help shape the outlook. Tuesday's election results will determine control of Congress, which could have profound effects on economic policy in the next two years. On Thursday, investors will look to the Labor Department for the latest snapshot on consumer prices. Annual inflation in September was 8.2%. Forecasters think October's figure will be modestly lower. The Federal Reserve has been raising interest rates aggressively in an effort to curb inflation. This past week, the Fed said while future rate hikes may be smaller, borrowing costs may end up going higher in 2023 to bring prices under control. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell more than one and a third percent this past week, while the Nasdaq tumbled five and two-thirds percent. This is NPR News. The NAACP is committed to equality for all people, especially the equality of foundational black Americans. Every other child gets a chance at economic equality. Every other child gets a chance of living the best life they possibly can. Doesn't he deserve a chance to? Learn more at NAACP.org. Online radio at its best. Ron Johnson. As, as your senator, 
He, he's, now remember, the question is, who's going to fight for you? Remember that, right? That, that's, who's, who's on your side? Who who's cares about you? Who's thinking about you? Ron Johnson, as a senator, helped give millions of dollars in tax deductions to some of the biggest donors who funded his campaign. After he voted for a tax plan that allows people to write off the cost of private planes. I, I've been trying to get this thing closed since I was president. If you, if you can afford a private plane, you don't, then you, you don't need a tax break. But no, he, 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 he fought for this. And then his adult children bought not one, not two, but three private planes. Because apparently carpooling was not an option. Now, I mean, you need three. Meanwhile, Senator Johnson voted to raise the retirement age to 70, supported a plan that would put Social Security and Medicare on the chopping block every single year. You'd, each year, you'd have to vote to renew this thing. I, I, I mean, think about it, because Washington works so well. That's, you want your Social Security and Medicare reliant on Congress every year. He's called Social Security a Ponzi scheme. Said that, that it's candy that the left is giving away. The, 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 the point is, some of you here are on Social Security. Some of your parents are on Social Security. Some of your grandparents are on Social Security. You know why they have Social Security? Because they worked for it. They worked hard jobs for it. They had chapped hands for it. They had long hours and sore backs and bad knees to get that Social Security. And if Ron Johnson does not understand that, if he understands giving tax breaks for private planes more than he understands that... Woo, that was former President Barack Obama going off of the campaign trail. Welcome back in 347-850-1272. The former president is out in force this weekend as uh, early voting ended on Friday. And... Uh, you know, Tuesday is uh, election day, so get out and vote. Um, you know, Vanessa, what I thought is interesting when you look at the coverage, and, you know, this is where Democrats are reaching out to the heavy hitter, you know, the man himself, because despite the fact that Joe Biden is the current president of the United States, every, every Democrat that's out there wanted Barack Obama to come and campaign, and there were places where... Joe Biden wasn't invited because of his low popularity. Even though Joe Biden, in my opinion, has been one of the most productive presidents in this nation's history, even more productive than the king himself, Barack Obama. But the fact of the matter is messaging and this political environment that creates all this nonsense, everything that Joe Biden is doing and has continued to do is being overshadowed by you know, uh, uh, they're coming to get get our guns. Um, you know, crime is so bad. I mean, so the message is being flooded by the Republican Party, and a lot of people are taking notice of this. So what does it say, Vanessa, when, uh, you know, President Obama, President Biden, and uh, 
Federer, uh, Federer and and the Joseph, I mean Josh Shapiro, they were all in Pennsylvania last night. And let me guess. Let, let me take a guess who spoke last <laughs> at this particular event. I give you one guess. <laughs> so the current president spoke first, then the yeah. candidate well, for governor spoke second. The candidate yeah. for uh, Senate spoke third, and that's right. The headliner was President Barack Obama. Now, people yeah, are saying that he is the person, secret weapon. Okay. It was Fetterman. Fetterman. The third person. Fetterman. Fetterman. Okay, because I saw Biden. I saw the point he was talking about. I didn't see him. Okay. Well, you probably didn't watch the whole thing. But, but yeah, so, 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 and, you know, and you had to go to C-SPAN to see the whole thing uninterrupted. So, anyway, um, I tell you what, polls are saying that this is a tight race. Now, a lot of people are saying, look, the Democrats should feel better about this particular election cycle because under normal circumstances, the party in power usually gets shellacked during the midterms. And they're, and they're yeah. saying based on the economy and based on everything else that Republicans, it should be a shoo-in that they win the House and the Senate, but not so fast because of Roe v. Wade, uh, because of the fact that Democrats are really trying to get out there and get the message across. This is a race. Uh, these midterms are going to be something to see come this Tuesday. But I don't take Jay. it's like when people it's like when people say well well Beto O'Rourke oh man he's 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 really closing the gap on Abbott okay so he's within three points he's still gonna lose <laughs> I mean what 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 are we are we feeling better about ourselves because now you know Democrats are not losing by ten points in Texas now they're only losing by three oh man Cruz barely won but he's still a damn U.S. senator who got who yeah. got the boot got the the mess booed out of him in in New York? Thank you, New York Yankee fans. Cancun but, Cruz. Cancun Cruz. But you know, what do you think is going to happen Jay, on Tuesday night, something? Vanessa? That's what I'm asking you now. So, yes, ma'am. Jay, our eyes are going to be on Texas because it's because Texas has put so much mess out there that the whole country is watching. And the next thing is. Um, Beto has spent a lot of time in Houston. And last Sunday, I was tailgating with uh, a lot of 35-year-olds to 40, and they had just came back from the TSU homecoming. And said, are y'all going to vote? Do y'all know how important – here I am running my mouth. Do y'all know how important it is for y'all to get out there and vote? This ain't going to affect me, but it is going to affect – ooh, them kids was like, we're trying to get our friends to vote. We were out there at the homecoming, and we were talking to people. I was so proud of them. I was like, you go ahead, black children. I was really proud of them because, Jay, those were the same black children that did not get out and go vote for Trump. I mean, for Hillary. They didn't vote for neither one of them. They didn't like Trump, and they didn't like Hillary, and they didn't vote. And that's how Trump got in. But they were out there at the homecoming last weekend trying to solicit the young to get out there and vote, and I'm so proud of them. So they tried. Well, Trump didn't get in. I mean, that's a piece of it. But Trump got in because white women lied and said they were going to vote for Hillary Clinton, and then they went in the booth. That, and no, a lot of 
the black ones did not vote, Jay, and the yeah. other ones voted for Trump because they thought they were black Republicans. They see how that worked out for them. But anyway, yeah. my point to that was I'm just proud that these kids are getting out and they are voting this go round, and I'm just proud of them for that. I really am. Well, so what do you? So, so let me ask you a question. So, what do you think? I mean, what do you think is going to happen uh, Wednesday morning? Uh, what would be what's going to be the headline in your opinion? I just don't think enough Democrats are going to get out and vote. I really think, and most of them don't know who Dan Patrick is. So, I think the lieutenant governor for sure is going to get back in because they don't ever hear his name in the news. Um, I think he's going to get back in, and I don't know. I really think that Beto's going to take it on this one. I think that Abbott oh. really hurt himself. <laughs> I think Abbott hurt himself with Ukraine. Wishful thinking. Well, I mean, not Ukraine. I'm sorry, Yavaldi. I apologize with Yavaldi. I think he hurt himself. I think it's a really, really, really close race. I do. I think it's a really close race. I. I pray that it is Beto, but yeah. well, I just think that Abbott is probably going to get back in. Now, what I don't understand no, I said I pray so you think that Beto's Beto gets take it. in. Okay. I pray Beto takes it, but I think Abbott's okay. going to get back in. Okay. Because I, I don't think enough Democrats are going to go vote, Jay. And then okay. the ballot was what, 93? It was the biggest ballot that's out there in the United States. The biggest voting ballot. What do you mean by that? 93 to 99 different things to vote for. I say go out and oh. do Democrat, and if you don't want to vote for the rest of the mess, bypass it. But go ahead. Well, I mean, but it's a form of voter suppression. You know, I, I, uh, I sent pictures out. Uh, I tried to go and early vote. Uh, on Friday. Actually, I did. I didn't try. I did. But the line, I was in line for an hour and a half, right? And, uh, you know, because two things. Well, I know. Okay, yes, ma'am. I know. But but what I thought, but, you know, once again, voter suppression, when you talk about voter suppression, putting obstacles in to prevent people from voting. You know, Texas used to have where you could vote straight party tickets. You could just say, hey, I want to vote all Democrat, I want to vote all Republican. Not this year. You had to look at each, you had to go through, it was 94 pages of ballots you had to go through and select your candidate. Once again, just a way of trying to find ways to throw monkey wrenches. And listen, it's all about percentiles, folks. If races are close, and you do something just to just a little bit. If you can get a few people to accidentally hit a Republican, or if you're a Republican or Democrat, you know you can sway an election. And so, you know, we talked about this last week how the Democrats have to damn near people have to vote damn near sixty forty for Democrats in order for them to be competitive, based on how everything has been gerrymandered. And so when young people say that my vote don't count, and I bring this up all the time, how President Obama won every major city in Texas and still lost the state, that's because of gerrymandering. That's because of the Electoral College. 
And, and this stuff has to change. And I don't know how it's going to happen because no one's going We talked about term limits last week. Who's going to vote to cut their job short? Hey, I'm going to vote that I'll only be in office for six years. Come on, man. When you get in, you in. Ted Cruz, in my opinion, it's going to be very hard to beat him. Because what Republicans are good to do, Republicans are great at chasing the car. They have no plan when they catch the car. You know, President Obama talked about this on the campaign trail. He talked about how Republicans were the first ones talking about deficits and all these different things and and inflation and blah, 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 blah. But when they had the White House during the Trump years, guess what? They doubled the national debt. They They didn't give a damn about it. They didn't do anything to lower prescription, uh, you know, prescription medicine costs. All they did was what they always do. They went in and gave tax breaks to the wealthiest Americans who don't damn need it. But people say, well, Democrats have a messaging problem. In every ward, it's collateral damage, folks, right? So when you look at this thing, people are voting for change. You know, my lights are out. I'm not, food prices are nuts. I can't afford to do these things. You're in office. Why aren't you fixing this? It's called a trickle-down effect. Nothing can get, nothing gets solved overnight. And so, you know, Vanessa, when we talk about messaging, there are real Americans out there hurting. And so they're saying, hey, guess what? I'm voting for the other party because I'm not seeing change. No one can wave a magic wand and change your situation. That's just the way it is. So how do we resolve this? How? You know, Vanessa, you hang out with these Republicans. You tell me. Uh, don't blame me. I'm not blaming you, but you hang out with these people. So when people are hurting, they're going to blame the people in, in charge. Okay. That's just the way it works. Okay. Well, when I told you that I do not discuss politics with them. You told me what? I don't. I do not discuss politics with them. I do not. I am not going to. Nope. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying, you're, you're the one put me on the line and said, Vanessa, you hang out with them. So why did I hang out with them? I don't know what their thoughts are because I don't discuss politics with them. I don't know what their thoughts are on it. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Now, and I'm not saying this, but what if someone says okay. that you're being irresponsible by not talking politics with them? I mean, do you agree with that? And I'm not saying this at all. I can tell that's what people say. Unless they over here paying these taxes and finna and this timeshare thing is finna come due. I don't care what they say or what they think. And that's the truth. I can care less. So let me ask you this. Next question. Well, no, let, let, let me, well let me ask you this. Okay, so is it a situation where because some people say, well, if your friends were Republicans, then you're against our people because at the end of the day, they support people that want to oppress our people. What would be your response to that? Today is Sunday. Okay. And it's first Sunday, so I've got to go take communion. 
and I don't want to put no money in the jar, so I'm just going to take the fit as to what I would say to them. But (laughs) you have to remember, you have to remember, Jay, you have a lot of black Republicans. So what you going to do, say they're trying to oppress the black people? It's a lot of black Republicans. I oh, I know there are. Family members. I'm going to be out there with some of them today. I'm going to be out there with some of the black Republicans today when I go to a gender reveal. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I to tell you so your, your response, your answer to my, my question is? is my point is, I don't give a damn what people think if I have hold a conversation with white Republicans or black Republicans. I could care less. My friends and who I like is who I like. And if you're telling me that you're going to not like somebody because they are Republican, then you are the ones that need to be in church praying and take it to God. Because you're not supposed to dislike people for that. You're not supposed to what are you hate supposed people. To listen? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, so so let me. Well, 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 let me. So people that support Greg Abbott. A conversation about my friend who I don't have anything to do with your friends. No, no, I don't have anything to do with that. No, 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 no. This is what I'm trying. This is what I'm trying to find out from you. What I'm trying to find out from you is, is that when we look at the overall climate of the situation that we're in now. Like, for example, and I said this a couple of months ago on this show when I talked about how a long time ago, anytime Liz Cheney would say something, we'd be the first ones to, to throw the race card in place. Like, oh, and wait a minute, could it be just the fact that there are people out there who just disagree with what we, what we agree with? didn't have a damn thing to do with racism. You look at Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney has endorsed a Democrat for the first time in her life this past week. Can we honestly say that there are Republicans out there who are listening? They may not agree. You know, your favorite line that I always use, that's why Baskin and Robbins has 33 different flavors. People have different opinions on things, and that's okay. This is not North Korea, Russia, or no place else that has a dictatorship. But at the end of the day, we have to be mindful when we call people these names and, and try to, you know, Put them all in one category. There are Republicans out there who are who believe in Republican values and conservative values, who can't stand Trump. So we have to be careful. That's all I'm saying. But at the end of the day, yes, and the friends that I have can't stand the one that you there are Republicans. They can't stand Trump. Friends that you have, you're breaking up. What did you say? Friends that you have, what? The friends that came by Saturday morning. Well, y'all were having breakfast, so yeah, y'all were there. They were on their way to the cruise ship, and they are Republicans, but they cannot stand Trump. Now, who they going to vote for, what they going to vote for, I don't know. I ain't asked them. I didn't even ask them that. Okay. You know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell people about that. I just know that I took it to my daughter who has a mixed set of friends just like I do, and and her thoughts is, Mama, you have really good friends, and they're good to you. They're nice to you. Some of them are nicer to you than your own black friends. So just don't talk politics with them. And so I don't. And it has worked out this last year wonderfully. Okay, so here's my final question for you. 
Do you think? Do you think? Do you think the Republicans are going to take the House? Give me who do you think is going to have the House and the Senate by Wednesday? The Republicans. The Republicans. Both. You think they're? You think they're going to win both? Yeah. I do. Wow. Who do you think is going to win in Georgia? Not in. Is that Warnock, crazy Warnock, 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 or Herschel Walker? You know what? He's such an embarrassment. I think Warnock is going to get it. I just, well, I do. I don't, they say it's a close race, but I can't see them black people putting that man in office. I just can't see that. Atlanta is not stupid. They're not going to do that. I just don't think they're going to do it. And so do you think, who, who? Yeah, I was just about to ask you that. Do you think she's going to win the governorship? No. Okay. Do you do you think? I'm just telling you, I don't know. Write well, it down. I, I listen. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. Well, write it down. Write this down. It ain't because I know you. I know you, Jay. Yeah. Wait a minute. Let me Hello. get a pen. Huh? Okay. Here's do you think, phone is hold on, uh, Jay. My phone is. It must be your phone. Okay, go ahead. Do you think Terry Lane's going to win the governorship in Arizona? Okay. You know, I don't know all of these people like y'all. Carrie Lake is the crazy person that voted for Obama a long time ago, and now she's the one that's out there showing up at the other person's campaign rallies. Uh, She's a a Trump supporter. Um, She's a former news anchor. Don't know anything about her. Okay, so I guess I shouldn't ask you that question because we don't know. Fair enough. All right, 347-850. Uh, 1272 is our calling number. You're listening to the serious side of the J. Ryle Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio at its best. Now, I didn't mention earlier, uh, Mr. Elias is off this morning. Mr. Elias is actually... your own question, Jay. Jay Ryle. Okay, who do you think is going to win? Is it going to be Abbott or is it going to be Beto? I think Abbott's going to win. Let me break it down for you. Abbott's going to win. He's going to win because the, the the headwinds that Beto has to face they're just too hot. They're just too they're too hard. He, he, he there's just no way. Uh, it's gerrymandered okay. to a point where he's just not going to win. I think that uh, Feder I think Federman will hold on in Pennsylvania. Uh, I think that Shapiro will win the governorship in Pennsylvania. What's going on in Arizona? I do not know. The way the Democrat ran that race, uh, I don't agree with. She should have been out there a little bit more often. Well, because she should have been out there more often. She didn't take, she didn't debate this lady, and so maybe she's saying, "I don't want to give crazy a platform," but I think you have to get out there. People have to know what you stand for. So I don't know. I really Stacey? don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, Stacey's going to lose. Stacey? She's down what's by up? too many. She's going to lose. She's she's yep. down by too much. And uh, okay. And I think and Warnock and will. I think Warnock. I think Warnock will pull it off. I do think I that do. he will pull it off. Some church members don't step in there for him. Yes, they are. Some church members and yeah. Christians don't step in. Yes, they are. So, so, so I think, well, I, you know, I just think that he's just, you know, I think this guy, Herschel. Hello? 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 I can now. Vanessa. 
Okay, well, sorry about I'm that. Here. But I do think, but I do think that that's what's going to happen. All right, it is time for informants to let something that you need to know. It's convenient time. We're going to step out, take a break, and uh, we'll be right back after this. Don't you go anywhere. The Powerball jackpot has now increased to an estimated $1.5 billion. That's the second biggest prize in Powerball history. However, the research suggests that state-run lotteries prey on low-income people. NPR's Jonathan Franklin has the story. It's time to play America's favorite jackpot game. This is Powerball. Until someone is lucky enough to match all state's winning numbers to win the jackpot, a lot of your players across the country will continue to spend their dollars in hopes of beating the odds and winning big. But the drive to get rich off a winning ticket has a dark side. Critics argue that lotteries oftentimes negatively impact low-income and minority groups. State lotteries are the most neglected example of systemic racism in the United States than any other issue or problem, I should say, in our country. That's Les Burnell, the National Director for Stock Predatory Gambling, an advocacy nonprofit organization. He tells NPR that through marketing and advertising, state lotteries have no regulation to their practices that oftentimes affects low-income communities, which are made up of primarily black and brown people. In recent years, massive jackpots for lottery games like Powerball and Mega Millions have become the norm. And lottery officials even adjusted their game rules and ticket prices this year for its players, adding an additional drawing date to build larger prices and to boost sales. But with the new changes and more drawings weekly, low-income communities and minorities are continuing to become the subject of predatory gambling. Research shows that in 2021 alone, Americans spent nearly $105 billion on lottery tickets, with the average adult spending roughly $320 a year on tickets. In a nationwide investigation by the University of Maryland's Howard Center for Investigative Journalism, researchers found that state lottery retailers are disproportionately grouped in lower-income communities. And in some states, these retailers exist primarily in black and Latino neighborhoods. What we're talking about are, you know, gambling industry practices that are clearly designed to take advantage of vulnerable or adverse communities. That's Timothy Fong, the co-director of the Gambling Studies Program at the University of California, Los Angeles. Why are you selling a potentially addictive product that we know doesn't generate wealth and income for anybody? He says that to tackle the issue of predatory gambling, government retailers must first address the question of who is responsible for stopping these practices. Whether it's the retailers or the states themselves, someone just needs to take action. Jonathan Franklin, NPR News. Online radio at its best. All right, LZ, let's start with you here. For people who aren't familiar, don't want to tell them to go out and find this film and, and watch it or anything else, Talk about exactly what he did. He tweeted a link. He didn't say anything, right. but he tweeted a link to this film that shows and to says what? That is basically anti-Semitic. Like you, you know, Nick and I were talking all offline. Like, we're so sick of talking about Kyrie from last season, right, dealing with the vaccinations and his logic. And again, here we are again, him trying to apply Kyrie logic to something that is pretty straightforward. It is an anti-Semitic film. There is no nuance, in my opinion. Um, I don't understand why he felt the need to tweet it out. Um, I think it is. I think. 
Welcome back in 347-850-1272. You're listening to the Serious Side of the J. Rouse Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio at its best. Uh, and I'm with my big sis, Miss Vanessa Maybell. Kyrie Irving, uh, you know, Uncle Drew, the guy who says that the earth is flat, the guy who refused to get vaccinated, um, has been suspended by the uh, New Jersey Nets. Uh, because of his refusal to apologize uh, for a link or something that he posted on his social media, uh, uh, on his Twitter feed, uh, promoting uh, an anti-Semitic uh, well, film. Uh, basically, the film says that Jews, you know, Jews that you know, Jews didn't die during the Holocaust, which we all know that's BS. Um, a lot of people were saying that because of because of his star status, that's the reason why it took the NBA uh, a minute to make this decision because it's all about money, I guess, at some point. Um, but he's suspended now, and until he takes some sensitivity training, um, until the Nets feel that he knows that his actions have consequences, that's when they will welcome him back. I don't know what's going on with Kyrie Irving. Uh, now, Vanessa, I know that uh, you, you don't follow sports as much, but I'm pretty sure you heard about this story. I'm not sure what's going on with this young man. Uh, for me, um, I don't know. He, he's just, uh, he says the earth is flat. <laughs> he refused to get vaccinated. <laughs> and so... I just, I guess I'm just not, I, I don't get it. I, I really, truly don't. And and for this year, this guy is a caused a whole. Yeah, your phone is cut now. Okay. Vanessa, can you hear me? I'm here, baby. That's your phone cutting out. I'm not even holding my oh, phone. I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I, didn't say, I didn't say it wasn't. I just said, can you hear me? That's all. I can now. But, okay. Okay. Well, let me, let me see. Can I sit still and see if I can fix this? So, um, but anyway, Kyrie Irving, very talented NBA player, um, has been suspended because of his, uh, because he refused to apologize for a post that he placed on his Twitter feed. So, Kanye's brother. Kanye's, Kanye's brother. Give me your thoughts on this. Give me your thoughts on this, Vanessa. He's Kanye's brother. That is my thought. I'm just sick of these people saying all of this stupid stuff. I just, because they're famous or because they're, they are football players or movie stars or singers or rappers or whatever. I mean, these people ain't got mental issues. So, to me, he's crazy. Nick. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, you know, I don't know. Let, let's bring, I'll tell you a man who may have some answers for us. Let's bring in the smartest man in the world, Mr. Jerome Esprit, uh, who brings us on a weekly basis, on a need-to-know basis. Uh, good morning, Jerome, and welcome in, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Hi, hey, Vanessa. Hey, Jerome. Hey. What do you think about this crazy nut? <laughs> what did you say about the crazy masses? He's a nut. What do you think? Oh, you know, um, well, just as to be expected, I don't really 
think that he's crazy as much as I feel like when people say things that that's outside of the norm, I'm like the last to call anybody names. Like what Shaq did, for example, is Shaq called him an idiot. And I thought while I was kind of watching this saga play out, I'm thinking that we're wrong for this, right? Like I don't know specifically what happened. I did not see the movie. But I can tell you this, if that movie was on Amazon and he watched it and he just says that he liked the movie or he watched it, I don't see what the big deal is. Because we watch a bunch of stuff that you go back. People watch Fox News. I don't call everybody on who watch Fox News crazy or idiots. I don't do that. I just think it's stupid to repeat what Fox News says. But I don't call them names. Kyrie watched the movie. He didn't, regardless on what it said. No, I'm, I, I remember his interview, though, and the reporters were trying to get him to apologize. And black people are the only people on this planet. Every time something happens that we have to apologize and take a freaking class, that is, now that's stupid. So when um, something happened, Colin Kaepernick, and somebody says something stupid about him, we don't tell other people other cultures, you need to take a class and learn stuff about black people? Never. It's not his job. Like, he doesn't need to know any of that stuff. Hell, he doesn't even need to know history. Nobody requires that out of anybody. But black folks, oh, I need you need to sit down and talk to everybody you can to learn more about somebody else's culture if a black person does something. I think that that is imbalanced. I'm not defending Kyrie for what he said because I don't know what the movie is, and I don't even really even know what he said. But what I know is that he never said anything about Jewish people. Like, he just didn't say that. And so for everybody to jump down his throat for a movie that he watched is like people coming at us for going to the Million Man March and then making judgments about the nation and all of that other stuff. I thought that was crazy. And then once it everything shook shook loose, everybody's like, oh, oh well, um, we need to stick together. It's like you did not stick together in the, in, the, um, in the midst of other people not liking what was happening. A bunch of Jewish people went on TV and was telling black people not to go to Million Man March when we went. I, I remember watching that specifically. They were like, we don't like him. He said some things in the past. And we're like, first of all, what did he say? And why should we care? We're not in the nation. You shouldn't talk about Jews or slavery. I mean, if people were talking about slavery like that, wouldn't you be offended? No, because people talk about slavery like they have no sense. We sit there and don't blast Tyler Perry okay, for, for doing half of the stuff that he does that goes against our our main senses of blackness. Because what happens is that when people do that, you mainstream really ratchet stuff about black people that's not true. We don't come down but hard on Tyler Perry. But didn't you just say they do stuff that don't have any sense? But didn't you just say that they do stuff that don't have any sense? Okay, well, so take my word back from saying he was stupid and then reverse it with your word. He said he was saying stuff that didn't make any sense. Right. I'm just being specific. I'm being specific. He did not say anything. A movie or said that he watched a movie that was on Netflix. 
Kyrie yeah, but he put it on his feed, man. I mean, he put it on yes. his feed and encouraged people to watch that. I mean, come on, stop this. I mean, this this guy, you know, for you to put okay. something out there to say that six million, I mean, that did it didn't exist. That's like that's I, like if a white I, person put out there saying that. I mean, uh, uh-uh, no, this guy yeah, is but, a, he's a he's a clown. That, that was period. Like, okay, so look at it like this: if if you watch the, a movie, and I don't know what the movie said. I'm like I said, I didn't watch it, right? And you're telling me that, and somebody, you know, if you're saying, oh, it said that the movie said this, this is still hearsay to me. I'm just saying he watched a freaking movie. And so when you put something in the movie that's promoted on, movie, on his, he promoted it on his social media site. You say promote it, but don't everybody do do that? Don't they say, hey, I just watched this movie or I just watched this one? <laughs> what, he wasn't wrong. He wasn't, was he recommending that everybody go watch his movie? Like I don't understand. I don't understand. He wasn't getting promotional dollars from it. Like he, it wasn't his movie. And so instead of everybody going to Netflix, telling them, or Amazon is where it was, telling them to take that bull down, everybody's jumping on Kyrie for watching it. That's, they're jumping, on, they're jumping on Kyrie for putting it on on his social media site. We know right, things that this guy said in the past. Right, because you can't put stuff on your well, social media site that you do. Okay, like, you're right. So, we, if, like, so if really Donald Trump into his own... so if, if Donald Trump posts a video of the Klan hanging black people, we shouldn't be enraged. We should say, "Oh, well, he didn't promote it." Come on, man. this guy—he wants people. Oh. Listen, and then his, and then what he said afterwards was ridiculous too. I mean, dude. I mean, at the end of the day. You can't sit here and tell me that the Holocaust didn't exist. You can't sit here and say that. It's just like saying that that you can't tell me that when white people went to church back in the 60s and 50s, after church they went and watched public hangings and took pieces of black folks' ears as souvenirs. And the same, no if somebody posted that on their site, we're not supposed to be enraged by that? Oh, well, he... You know, he he just he just watched it. You know, Donald Trump just watched a movie that that said that you know white folks did this and black people are mongrels and stuff. We would be livid. I'm not I'm not debating that, Jay. I'm not saying that everybody wouldn't be upset and livid, and I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that all I knew is that he watched a movie, and I'm not sure that you can be responsible for. For what movies you watch Like you're not responsible for the content And why aren't we going after Amazon For putting out that movie Right I agree with that Again, too I, I agree Yeah but we have a I tendency Of focusing on individuals Like they actually shot the movie Right And so anytime somebody gets missing It's like him And I do remember when he said the earth was flat Now you know I don't agree with that But when he said that, I didn't think um, we need to just slow roast that dude because he said the earth was flat. I'm like, what are you seeing that I don't see? That's my scientist side of saying what, right? Because technically, I'm not sure that Kyrie is crazy. I, th- I think that what happens is he gets misinformation, and maybe whatever he saw in that movie, not that part, was the part that he liked because people do that. So I'm not sure. I'm not quick to jump on folks that do that. If he said if he said that, then I would have a different reaction. I don't think he said that. I matter of fact, he didn't say anything, from what I understand. I know he did. 
No, he didn't. He just he just no, put it, he, he just put it. Anything. Yeah, he just put so, it on his. He just posted on his social media site. That's right. What he did. But I'm saying through affiliation that always happens when it comes to black folks. You don't even have to say anything. You know, Brett Favre can do something. You like people can literally do something, and then not talk about it, and we'll be like, well, he didn't say anything about it. You know, you try to make a comparison to Trump. Trump's the Trump's leading the freaking country. Kyrie Irving plays basketball. There, yeah, there but he has basketball. millions and millions of followers. Um, I mean, so does he, Marco not Rubio. Some... Like, I don't, I, I don't understand Where the you point. Go? Because well, the, the but point he, is, but he's a politician. He's a politician who is following him literally for his ideas. Politic- people, are, people follow folks for their words. People follow athletes to see what kind of car they have. I don't think they're sitting there going, they're our leaders. And, again, you know, we don't in, – in our community, we, we don't hear – well, I'll put it this way. We always look at athletes as leaders because everybody else presses that on us, right? Oprah, they're influential people. Perry. No, no, I'm just saying That's they're entertainers. Okay. I'm saying they're entertainers. They're still Okay. Okay, yeah, I, I, can, I can say that, yes. I, I'll agree with that. But I'm saying that when um, something happens in the black community, you don't go, or, or, or even if it's Jewish-related, nobody goes and asks Jerry Seinfeld, what the heck you think about this? I think the outrage is the whole, is the point that I'm making, not necessarily the content. I, again, he never said anything. So I'm thinking Amazon would have been the, the people who, who you would get at to pull at. But nobody's going to go at Amazon. Right, and so he's low-hanging. Think it's like persecuting black folks for not knowing something. I'm like, you don't, you don't do that because they're doing that to teach everybody. Not else knowing something. What do you mean? Whoa, whoa. We mean not knowing something. You, you, <laughs> what you say, persecuting Kyrie Irving because not he's not knowing what? I mean, help me understand what you just said there because I'm confused. You yes. said I'm saying that, per, or okay. we, we, right. So what I'm saying is that Ky, for Kyrie Irving. It, there's yeah. a, an assumption that he needs to be ed- educated, which means he doesn't know something. Isn't that what we just? Isn't that what they just said? He needs to be educated. Well, well, we're talking about if we're talking about the Earth being flat, that's one thing. But if, so if this man is this age and doesn't know about the Holocaust, then we have a serious can't problem here. You can't, can't do that. Do you can't say can't do because what? he's a certain age he should know. You know how many black folks don't know black history? So you're trying to and tell no me that what, Kyrie Irving doesn't know you know this guy now now Kyrie Irving, you know, he once again, he wants to be the smartest person in the room. This is one of the reasons why people come after Kyrie anyway. Because he thinks he's he knows everything. So you're trying to tell me you don't you're trying to tell me he doesn't know that the Holocaust I, I mean, I I'm I, listen, I hear what you're saying. And, you know, we're just going to have to agree or disagree. I, I, this guy, you can't put that type of stuff out there. And, and then for me, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, oh, well, he put this out and he didn't say anything. You don't have to say anything. Your actions are louder. Your actions speak louder than your words. If you're going to put something out there on your voice piece, this is the way you communicate to people. This is your social media platform. If I put something on my social media platform saying that, you know, the Klan is right and hating black folks, then I deserve every damn thing that people come at me with because I'm putting yeah, that out there. I may not say a damn thing. You're being extreme. I, I'm just saying. No, I'm not being movie. extreme. 
Yes, you are. He watched a movie. Uh, Jerome, he watched a movie. Okay. Uh-huh. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead, man. Go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, listen, I, I'm, I'm done with oh, it. He I, watched I'm a movie. Your perspective. You said he watched a movie that what? He watched a movie that talked about the, that the killing of Jews didn't happen and all this other nonsense. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't do stuff like that. If you, you are an influential person. People listen to what you say. That's the reason why they have freaking uh, uh, gym shoe deals. The reason why is because people want to be like you. They're going to go buy your damn gym shoes. If you weren't influential, you wouldn't have endorsements. You can sway things. You can make people do things. That's the reason why they look at you as being a role model or an influential person. You can't put this stuff out there and don't expect people. So if you, so he's just saying he watched a movie. He could have kept that to himself. Yeah, that's why Adidas and everybody else and snatched stuff from Crazy Kanye. Oh, but okay, I'm sorry. Let me back up. You, you just can't do this. It's irresponsible if you are a person of influence. It's unfair, but it's that's just the way it is. If I put something like that on my on my social media site, you know, it's not going to get any turn any heads except for maybe a few hundred people that follow me or whatever the case may be. But this guy has millions of people watching him and following him. And to say, well, he watched a movie. Okay, keep that to yourself. There's a lot of stuff that I do that I do not put out on this platform. And this platform is just a freaking smidgen, smidgen of what's out there for people to hear. I just listen, man. We just got to listen. That's okay. I still love you. We just have to agree to disagree. Well, I, listen. I'm not disagreeing with what you say about the content. I am disagreeing with us ha, of of us focusing on him like he was um, he was leading a march against something. Like I don't I don't think of athletes that way. And I think that when hmm. we talk about entertainers, we are the only community. Right that likes to have, hold entertainers responsible because people watch entertainment. So when other entertainers do stuff, whether it's the Olsen twins, I can't remember what racist thing they did back in the days. and Everybody yeah, forgets about that. I remember. And, yeah. and so I'm just saying we nobody says to the Olsen twins, hey, um, go take some classes and learn sensitivity of black people. And so everybody gets in this really heated discussion when it when um, we say oh grown black people should know this why should they it's not even their culture and what but, but, from what but I, wait wait my hand is up when white people, people do stuff but when white people do yeah. stuff they sometimes snatch stuff from them they might not be all over the social media and doing all of that stuff but like that comedian that comedian I can't did not think his name I'm sure Bobby tell me. He made a derogatory comment. That guy didn't get a job forever. That white lady on New Year's Eve with Anderson Cooper, that lady made a derogatory comment about Trump, and that sister ain't worked but maybe once or twice since. It's a difference the way they do it, Jerome. For black people, they want to get out on social media and say stuff. White people, let them say something they shouldn't say. They start snatching stuff from them behind the scenes. Right. They, right. they, do. they don't even they don't even work. They blackball them. They blackball right. them. Kanye is Kanye's a rapper. I'm not following Kanye, but Kanye wants to play with God and act like he can walk on water. So to me, he has a right. large millions and millions following. He shouldn't be doing stuff like that. 
but he came to Houston and he did it. So sometimes, because you do have followers, you do have to watch what you say and what you do. And it's not always black people that is publicizing it or making them look crazy or got so much to say. White people are doing it. They just doing it quietly with ink, pen, and paper. All right, Jordan, right. get the last word because we're way over. Go ahead, so man, I'm, finish I'm, it up. Okay. We're way over. Go ahead. Again, I'm I'm not disagreeing with that because the Kanye thing, he is playing with religion. And so the people in that religion can possibly have something to say. I'm saying Kyrie never said anything. That's all I'm saying. If well, he, he said something, Let us finish, Vanessa. If he said something, I would agree with the suspension. I would agree with everything. He should, you shouldn't, right? He would have some kind of responsibility for his words. I'm saying watching a movie, I'm not sure. Again, I didn't see the movie, so I'm not saying that. I just said that we go to extra mile just for somebody being affiliated with something that everybody else don't like is all I was saying. But I don't disagree right. with if he said it, then, you know, whatever happens, happens. Like he's grown. He has to watch, he has to watch his words like everybody else. But from watching a movie yeah. that is actually on TV is a whole nother story. All right. And that said, we're stepping out. We'll be right back. Online radio at its best. Go away. 
today, nearly one in five Americans are living with a mental health condition, from our children and grandparents to our veterans, coworkers, and neighbors. For all of us, our mental well-being is just as important as our physical health. But unfortunately, most of us don't know how to recognize the signs that someone is in emotional distress. And so many of those who are having difficulty can't get the help they need. Together, we can change this. We can start by visiting changedirection.org and learning the five signs that may mean someone is struggling and needs help. And then it's up to us to show compassion, to reach out, to connect, help folks find the hope and the support they need. Together, we can change the story about mental health in America. Together, we can change direction. Online radio at its best. The escalating tensions with North Korea, which fired off another round of missile tests overnight, triggering evacuation warnings in Japan. This a day after launching a record barrage of missiles, some of those directed towards South Korea. Our chief global affairs correspondent, Martha Raditz, has more for us. Good morning, Martha. Good morning, Robin. North Korea has fired an unprecedented number of missiles in such a short period of time, nearly two dozen in one day, topped off overnight by the launch of an intercontinental ballistic missile aimed in the direction of Japan. That missile caused emergency alarms to blare in northern Japan and cell phone alerts urging residents to seek shelter. The initial fear was that the missile would cross over Japan just like one launched last month, but the data later showed the missile and two shorter-range missiles that followed had instead fallen into the Sea of Japan. But tensions are extremely high. North Korea says these launches are in response to military exercises by the U.S. and South Korea, which involve thousands of military personnel. This also comes as the U.S. is bracing for a North Korean nuclear test. The North has not tested a nuclear weapon since 2017, but U.S. officials now believe that could happen. Welcome back in. 347-850-1272. North Korea is at it again. It's uh, 21 minutes after the hour. Um, You know, Vanessa, this can be a very short segment because I'll be honest with you. Everything that's going on right now is reminding me of the final days. I, I mean, this is crazy. You know, North Korea continues to do these types of things because out between North Korea, Russia, Iran, and all these different countries, the U.S. is the only grown-up in the room. But it's just like anything else. How far will they continue to push us until we say, you know what, enough is enough? Enough is enough. I mean, they, they actually fired a weapon, fired a missile that went over Japan. We have soldiers in Japan. You know, Russia is considering using chemical, you know, even though they came out earlier this week and said, oh, no, that's not something that we want. But at the end of the day, you're talking about it. And U.S. intelligent officials are saying, look, we think they're going to do it. So, I mean, come on. Do you think we're living the final days? I mean, people, oh, you're being, you're being, uh, you're exaggerating, Jake. No, the hell I'm not. This no. is, I've never seen anything like this before. Well, so what do you think? To answer your question, because my pastor talked about that, that started with Russia and their threats. You know, we say you're living in your final days, and we heard our parents 
say you're living in your final days and now with everything that's going on, um, what we consider final days and what God considers final days, we don't know how long God's days are. Okay. To answer your question, okay? I do believe we are living in our final days, but we just don't know what an hour is to us might be like a whole day for God. My pastor was talking about that. So our time and his time is two different times. But, yes, the things that has been put in the Bible, it's coming to pass. It is coming to pass. And that is no matter how much trash I talk on this show, that's why I'm at church. That's why I'm in the church house. Because we are in our final days. And whatever days and time I got left, I'm just trying to say, okay, God, give me one check because I'm in the church house. Give me two because I'm trying to do better. And then you can take one X away because you still got some work to do with me. But I'm there. And, yes, we are. So, people, you can believe it or not believe it, but we are in our final days. So take a, take a few minutes and, and read the Bible once a week and see. That's all. Last night, last night, Jay, I was out doing the Astros game, and this boy had 666 behind his ear. A tattoo, six six six. I asked that young man, "Do you know what six 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 means?" And he gave me some alcohol or scripture or something that's got to do with some drug awareness or whatever. Okay, I said, "Do you know that's in the Bible? That's the sign of the beast." No, man says that it's not in the Bible. I left my cell phone at home. I said, "Bobby Hayes, you don't give me that telephone so we can look up six six six." So Bobby said, but if you ain't going to rest till you do, I looked it up. I wrote down the scripture, the chapter in Revelation. I took it up to that young man, and I said, man didn't say that, baby. It's in the Bible. Take a few minutes and look it up. Is it really in the Bible, ma'am? I said, didn't I just write it down and tell you to go look in the Bible? And I walked off. I ain't had nothing to say about that. I'm not going to fight with you about that. That's your life. You don't know what the market is that you got on you because it is the mark of the beast. So you know what? Don't even know what this stuff means. They don't even know. It's sad. It's sad. God, God bless us. Touch us, Lord. Fix it. Wow. This is it's crazy. Yeah, so I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go that route with you. But I, I guess for me, man, what, what do you think, Jerome? I mean, so what? What do you think the U.S. will do if Russia? Use nuclear weapons in Ukraine. Go get them. I don't think the U.S. will do anything. Actually, I think they'll do wow. what. I think they'll do what um, Russia did when we dropped a bomb on Japan. I think oh that that whole doomsday thing, you know, is just kind of. I'm not saying it's overblown. I'm just saying that I. I th- it's more serious than that. Like, you just don't go dropping nuclear weapons on folks. And so I think we know what the repercussions are for that. And so it's really close. I mean, it is a bunch of Russian people that they're dropping those bombs on if they did. And depending on which way the wind is blowing, it's going to get people in Russia. So I think that's a big risk. I can see if you said, hey, they're going to drop a bomb someplace like thousands of miles away from Russia. But we're talking. Well, it depends uh, on what. Well, it depends on which one they use too. Though. I mean, because if it's a, you know, because NBC nuclear biological chemical, it has to be one of the three. You're right now. If it's a biological 
warfare, they use those type of weapons, and you're absolutely correct. I mean, that, that has serious consequences for not only Ukraine but the surrounding area. So you're absolutely correct about that. I'm, yeah, a, little, I'm a little shocked, though, you saying that, uh-huh. uh, that, that you don't think the U.S. would do it. And you know what? Now that you say that out loud, I think you're right. I think that I don't know what it's going to take to provoke the U.S. because the U.S., they do not want to introduce nuclear, you know, war. They they just don't. And so it's like you have all these badass kids. It's like, you know, at some point you have to spank their tail. And and so, so when do you do it? You know, North Korea, they have lost their freaking mind. And they are talking about giving weapons. You know, Russia has been secretly talking to, to, to North Korea. I mean, our two most, I mean, oh, my God. I, I, I sit and think about this stuff. And, you know, I have a unique perspective when we talk about NBC because if you've been listening to the show, you know that's what I used to do in the military. We, you do not want that. You do not want that introduced anywhere. You don't. You just don't. And at some point, Jerome, you know, you said something interesting when you said that the U.S. won't do anything. And, you know, you're right because, hell, it's been proven when Trump was in office, all you Trump-loving people that carry and hug the American flag, you know, Russia put uh, bounties on American soldiers that were killed. And the Trump administration didn't do a damn thing. But all you flag-waving people who love America, guess what? Your president at the time didn't do a damn thing. He kissed the communist leaders behind, booty. And y'all love him to death. How un-American is that? So, so Jerome, when you say this, I I think you're absolutely correct. I don't think we're going to do anything. Well, I but look at it this way. I don't know, man. I, yeah. Yeah, I kind of think of it like this. You know, Chernobyl is in Ukraine, right? Yeah. So their, yeah. their weapons went down. I mean, it destroyed a lot of. I mean, they had to re like move a whole city of people. Like people got out of there, and it's it's barren, and all this other stuff is kind of coming back a little bit. But it took years upon years after that nuclear power plant went down. So that I kind of think of it like that. If they used a nuclear weapon, it would not be like this total destruction thing that we looked at. I mean, we b- rebuilt um, Nagasaki and um, whatever the other city was. And I, can't, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. It was that Kyrie Irving thing of not knowing. But I can't remember what the other city was in, um, in Japan. Um, Are you going to hear yeah, well, yeah, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I was trying to think of Hiroshima. I couldn't remember the name. Yeah. But when we dropped yeah. those dropped nuclear weapons there, we rebuilt that place. But we did drop yeah. the nuclear weapon. It wasn't the end of yeah. Japan. It didn't, you know what I mean? Like, they weren't our al- They were, they had allies. But I, I know we were yeah. only ones with those weapons at the time. But that destruction, we even rebuilt that place. So... Um, Russia can't, I mean, in a bigger picture, they drop a bomb like that, that it still will Mm. technically be localized, but at the same time, um, I don't think they can risk it. 
it's just not smart. I'm not saying that I think that they are smart or not smart, but um, it's not smart to do it. It's, it's Russian people who you're playing with, and you're asking for um, an uprising in Russia about nuclear bombing your own people. So that's why they're always kind of setting the stage and saying, oh, you know, Russia is always saying Ukraine is doing this to us or they're using chemical weapons or whatever. They keep trying to set the stage for that, but that is a, yeah. that's a stretch to drop a nuclear weapon on somebody and it be your own people. <laughs> what, about, what about North Korea? What about North Korea? What about, that's, yeah, what about North Korea? That's, yeah, that's a whole other story. Because North Korea and South Korea, like, they're polar opposites, right? Those are opposing right. nations, even though they're still Koreans, is on the same peninsula. peninsula. Yeah. I think that we're yeah. obligated to go in um, with South Korea. I mean, we pretty much rebuilt South Korea as well, right? Because during the war, during the Korean War, we invested a lot in South Korea. So our weapons are there and whatever, and the China and those guys back North Korea. And I think China would have an interest because that's right on their border. So if North Korea does something that um, is going to require a response of chemical or nuclear weapons, I think China will immediately intervene. And I don't mean as a defense mechanism intervene. I don't think they want any kind of war on their borders because China is only a power um, generally. I mean, I know they have weapons, powerful weapons, but their power yeah. is in their manpower. They can get, you know, a million troops out. And I think that, you know, bombs neutralizes troops like that. You can't bust up a million troops and not have one bomb hit them, right? So China's power is only in occupying. It's not necessarily in just general combat stuff. I don't think that's their, you know, that would be something to consider. But North Korea is a whole different case than Russia. You know, that would be yeah. like us, you know, doing something to the U.S. Virgin Islands or something, right? That's still Americans. We can talk noise about Puerto Rico all we want to. We don't. We can't go at Puerto Rico. That is, they're still U.S. citizens. When you talk about somebody like Ukraine, they're still part of the Soviet bloc. They're still Russians, and so they're feuding. But that's a serious. Um, um, you're asking for a revolution in your own country when you do stuff like that. Yeah, and, and let me say this. I don't care what your political persuasion is. Let me tell you what you don't want. You do not want nuclear, biological, chemical weapons uh, to be entered into the theater of war. You just don't want that because that is a fast track to the end. I'm telling you right now, you do not want to see that. Um, even though you can talk about Crimea and what happened and, and you know, everybody talks about the red line that President Obama put out there and, you know, <laughs> When Russia, uh, when North Korea, when they're doing these types of things, we need to be on notice, and this is ridiculous. All right, we're stepping out. We'll take a break. We'll be right back after this. Wow. Thank you. 
learn a lot from their parents, including domestic violence. Stop the vicious cycle today. Online radio at its best. Welcome in 347-8501-272. It's the serious side of the J-Round Show, which happens every Sunday morning, right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio at its best. Of course, I'm J-Round. Thank you for spending a portion of this Sunday with us, but I never share this place by myself. Let me introduce you. I say good morning to my fam, my brother and sister in the house. Vanessa, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Happy first Sunday, everybody. Boom, shaka, laka, laka, boom. There you go. (laughs) My mate, the smartest man in the world, Mr. Jerome, is freezing in the house. Good morning, Jerome. How are you, sir? Hey, good morning. I'm good. How are you? Went outstanding. Stelias is off this morning. He's visiting a friend of ours uh, that uh, had a stroke. So the Ron Battle, man, I grew up with you, my childhood friend, man. Get better, man. Get better, and I hope that you're back on your feet soon. Stelias uh, will uh, definitely tell you how I feel about you and uh, pass on my well wishes. Of course, uh, when Mr. Elias is down in the house, unfortunately, uh, you know, no chat room, uh, so I can't read comments. I can't go out on social media because it's just too much, too damn much for one person. So I'm going to say what's up to who I know is in the house. I know Kavina, man, is in the house. What's up, Kavina? I know you listen every Sunday, man. My man, appreciate you. The pastor, I know you're in the house as well. 
not sure. Marietta Music, I haven't heard from her in a minute, but we know that she is overseas. And I hope, oh, Marietta, if you are listening to this tape delayed, reach out to us. Have you permanently moved overseas? Because that's the vibe I got from the last few messages that you sent. But uh, who knows? But well wishes to you, sis. I uh, want to say what's up to Momo BZ and the Easy. I noticed that she was on the board as well. I want to say what's up to everybody who's listening to the show. We appreciate you. Uh, 347-850-1272. Uh, something real quick before we get into the next topic here real fast. Well, you know, do we have time? Uh, no, we really don't. Let's go ahead and get into this next topic. I really wanted to talk about something, but we can save it for next week. Let's get into the next topic. Online radio at its best. So this afternoon, I am offering this resolution that the committee direct the chairman to issue a subpoena for relevant documents and testimony under oath from Donald John Trump in connection with the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol. Uh huh. That was Liz Cheney a few weeks back saying that Donald Trump will be subpoenaed to appear in front of the January 6th committee. Now, Trump and his allies and his lawyers have been playing, you know what, the guessing game. The game that they always do delay, 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 delay. Well, guess what? It's coming to an end now. You know, he's got to put up or shut up. And here's the thing that gets me into I'm going to start this segment off with you. Um, how can Mayor Garland not charge him with what's going on with the papers? People sit here and think this is, you know, people make light of the fact that he took top secret, not just secret documents. He took top secret documents, state in Florida. First, he lied and said he didn't have them. And then they wrote a letter saying they turned everything over. Now it turns out that he still may have classified documents at his facility. And for the life of me, I can't understand why he needs this information. And for the fact that he continues to lie about this, and once again, these flag-waving Americans who, you know, want to put on their red, white, and blue and, you know, praise Donald Trump, once again, young service men and women are in jeopardy because these are sensitive documents that talks about people that we have embedded to protect this nation abroad. People who are, you know, stuff you see on 007. You know, there are people out there who do this. There are double agents. There are agents out there who are embedded with terrorist groups so they can get information back to keep the homeland safe. This information can be exposed based on the documents that he has in an unsecured facility. And so, you know, Merrick Garland has to do the right thing, right, Jerome? He just can't sit here and be concerned about if we arrest this guy, what type of unrest is going to create throughout the country. The long-term problem here is, is that you just can't let people break the law without consequences. So talk to me, man. How can, how can Merrick Garland not charge this man just based on the top secret information? If you want to turn a blind out everything else, so damn be it. But this is ridiculous, and this is critical. Talking about national security, man. What say you? Well, you know, I – well, going back to the, the documents, I think the archives know what documents they have. They know what top-secret documents he has. So from my understanding is that when they give it to the president, 
it's actually a copy, so it actually sits someplace. And they log when they send it out because they may yep. destroy it when they get it back. So they know what Very controlled, yep. Very controlled yeah, so document, controlled. absolutely. So Donald Trump apparently, or Dotard, apparently believes that um, since it's, it's a copy or, or since those are, those are his copies, opposed to them, I, I, I bet you next time, um, for the next president, they'll have like screens that they can read it on, so they can delete them after after they leave because he's taking physical property out of there, you know. And so, I don't know what the hesitation was on him. I think it's, you know, people like to be the first at doing stuff all the time, but for some reason, nobody wants to be the first to arrest the president. Hmm. And it's weird to keep hearing you know, former prosecutors and former uh, or people who know Merrick Garland, um, to hear them say that. It's like he's hesitant because he does not want to be the first person to, to do that. And so would you want to be the first oh, really? person? Yeah, would you want to be the first person to let let them off is more the question, right? So they have bent over backwards, obviously. He's been nearly two years having that, those documents and you're just leaving everybody in a compromising position. So um, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I don't think that they're going to charge him because they're stalling. So they're going to stall right up to the, oh I, I, I guarantee you the day that he says we're going to charge Donald Trump, he's going to announce that he's running for president. I guarantee you that's what he's holding out for. Well, I'm going to election. Say it again. They said he's going to announce next week. Yeah, they can threaten all they want to because they know that once, again, this is how people play systems, that once he announces that he's going to run, that now they have a decision to make. Do they want to take, um, uh, you know, take a politician off the board? And, they, and so for some reason we don't do that. We don't do that well in this country anyway. If you announce that you're running for something, it is hard for them to take you off the board. Um um, although they, they'll do that to local politicians, and they did that to Kwame Kilpatrick. They did that to other people. They said, oh, you know, Gary Hart did something, and they exposed him. Like that's a, but those are the newspapers that did that. Having criminal charges or any charges against somebody who is in, um, in the middle of a race, I don't know why they don't do it. And, again, it's just a policy. It's not even a policy. It was just a memo saying that we shouldn't do it. And then once um, the last attorney general um, set some more rules up against that, Mayor Garland didn't even take him away. And you know he set that up because Trump was in there. So I don't understand them at all, and I don't understand why in this country we can't make a law, find out it's a bad law, and get rid of that law or rule. What happens is that we normally make another rule or law on top of it. We don't usually get rid of um, laws like that. So we get used to doing something. People just say, oh, yeah, even though they had bad intent and they did this, let's, let's make an exception to it instead of getting rid of it. That's why when, this, when the Civil Rights Division, I'm sorry to go on about this, but when the Civil Rights Division, um, when they struck down a part of the legislation that people worried about what the state had on the books 
or Roe versus Wade, you, you know, like Wade. And so in that case, as soon as they struck that down, all these automatic laws kicked in. You have to get rid of laws um, when you put something new in, and we don't do that well in this country. So people like to adhere to um, old precedent. So since they can't find a precedent in, in charging a president, which they would have charged Nixon, but they still let him off the hook and then Ford pardoned him. Somebody's going to have to set that precedent because, you know, Trump stepped over the line. He did more than step over the line. It was worse than that. But just making a point that they just don't like to – they like to use niceties to govern or or at least say it's your morals and ethics will kick up at some point. We know not to do that. They don't like to add stuff in law in stone like that. So I think that's what Merrick Garland is, is that he does not want to be the first one to kind of etch it in the stone. Yeah. yeah. Vanessa, um, I mean, if they do not charge this man, you know, George is trying to get him. That's for doggone sure. And I'm not going to say trying to get them because when you say that, it makes it seem like they're trying to get him for something that he did not do. When you say get him, that means, oh, they're trying to really set him up. They're trying to charge this man for breaking the law, which he did. Um, you know, uh, same thing with Mary Garland. I mean, you know, I tried I, I try to defend him last week, well, maybe two weeks ago, when I talked about how they have to make sure that all the T's are crossed and all I's are dotted because he knows that he's going to get one shot at this. Should we be upset and just exercise some patience when, you know, about this whole thing? Because maybe he's trying to make sure everything is dressed right, dressed before he does this. But, you know, like Jerome said, you know, this guy is going to announce he's running for president in the next week or so. And the reason he's doing this, let's just be perfectly clear. He knows that once he puts himself out there on the ballot, he knows what type of what what the optics is, what the optics is going to look like. Uh, they're trying to come after him because they don't want him to win again. He knows what he's doing. He knows he doesn't have a shot in hell to win, but he's doing this so he can delay prosecution. In my opinion, what happens if they don't charge him, Vanessa? I mean. Did we really think that they were going to charge him, that he was going to do any kind of time? No. But you know what? you got a lot of Republicans who don't want him in office, and that if he throws his hat in the ring, he's going to screw it up for the real Republican that they would like to run, because I don't believe that they want it to be Trump. I really don't believe that in my heart, in my opinion. I don't think that they want it to be Trump. From the Republican friends that I have spoke to about him, not all the other stuff that's going on. They do not want him in there as president. So all he's going to do is just screw it up with somebody that might be half decent that's going in there, but he could care less. He's throwing his head in the ring because he doesn't want to go to jail. And I absolutely agree with Jerome 100% about what he said, about the people not wanting to be the first ones to file charges against him, and that they're going to wait until he decides that he's going to run and then they're going to say, oh, we're going to file charges. Jerome, I agree with you 1,000% that's going to happen. And I have said Trump is not going to do time in jail. He might be in a federal prison where he can wear his suit for maybe a month. And that's just – I don't even think it's going to be that long. I think me and Les said it was going to be less than that. So 
Lord, Jacob. I'm almost in church. Sometimes we have to just sit back and let the Lord take care of people. And I know, Jake, you said, but Vanessa, I <laughs> want to see it. I want to be alive. <laughs> I want to see it with my eyeballs. I want to see it with yeah. my eyeballs. Keep saying that, but sometimes we just we just have to have faith that God is going to take care of Trump and what he has done wrong. And if he doesn't get it, the sins of the father is going to go back on his children. So you know what? Worry about what Trump is doing. I can only worry about interest rates and and the fact that a carton of eggs costs four dollars. I mean, that's all I can worry about right now is what's going on that affects Vanessa. Not some man who thinks he's rich and big and all that. So anyway, I'm pulling into church. Y'all have a blessed week. All right. And um, okay. I'm praying for the country. Love y'all. Love you, Jay. Love you, too. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll wrap it up after this. Don't go anywhere. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky accusing Iran of not being fully truthful about the drones that is supplied to Russia. In his nightly address, Zelensky said Iran has provided many more drones than it acknowledged this weekend, saying Ukraine shoots down at least 10 Iranian drones every day. Yesterday, Iran's foreign minister acknowledged for the first time that Iran supplied Russia with drones, but said the transfer came before the Russian invasion. In Somalia, a suicide bomber has killed and injured several people. Al-Shabaab, the Islamic terrorist fighting the Somali government, is claiming Saturday's attack. It came a week after twin explosions in the capital that left at least 116 people dead. Ishmael Fundiqua reports. The bombing occurred at the entrance to a military training camp in the capital, Mogadishu. Also on Saturday, the U.S. Africa Command announced it had launched an airstrike on the Al-Qaeda-affiliated militants Thursday at the request of the Somali National Army. The U.S. has carried out several drone strikes against the Islamic extremists in Somalia in recent years. Al-Shabaab wants to establish a Sharia law-based government in the East African country. It has also launched deadly attacks in neighboring countries, including Kenya. The Powerball lottery jackpot is getting even larger. The California Lottery Association says it's now uh, grown to an estimated $1.9 billion after no ticket matched the winning numbers from last night's drawing. The next drawing is tomorrow night. I'm Giles Snyder, NPR News. Support for NPR and the following message come from Upwork. Break free from old-fashioned ways of hiring. Upwork gives you the tools, talent, and support you need to staff up your team faster than you ever thought possible. This is how we work now. Visit Upwork.com to get hiring. Online radio at its best. Well, damn, I I guess I'll be here next week. Shoot, I haven't checked my numbers, but apparently I didn't win. But now it's time for our final (laughs) thought. And uh, Jerome, man, <laughs> you're a I know. Hey, That's my final thought. My final thought is I didn't win either. So, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to, I guess I'll have to wait till Monday to check my numbers again. <laughs> we'll see if that horse comes in again, right? Oh, so, my no, I, God. Man, every time, you know, I, I'm starting to think, here's my conspiracy theory. Is it me, or does that lotto go up when it gets closer to the holidays to make people spend their holiday money? They know you <laughs> Well, you weren't here, but to tell you what, you weren't here this week's edition of the, of uh, Informative Celeste, something that you need to know. It talked about that. It actually talked about this whole thing. So, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the timing of it seems suspicious to me. I'm just, I'm just going to put that out there. 
It's uh, holiday season, and, the, and everybody's spending their money on a dollar in the dream. Now, most people spend a lot of money on a lot of, I think I buy one ticket. I'm like, if I'm going to be yeah. lucky, I need to be real lucky. So I'm not going to buy I love it. I'm buying, you know, if it's meant for me to have, if it's meant for me to have, it will be in this one ticket. I'm not going <laughs> spending all of my money trying to buy tickets. Now, it seems like a reasonable investment if you spend $100 and you win up $1 billion. I'm not saying that's not a good investment. I'm saying luck is luck. <laughs> so, so you can be lucky with one. Or one thousand tickets, but you know, hey. So if if my ticket comes out, you know that it was really meant for me because <laughs> I didn't go all out. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> hey, I love that's it. all I'm saying. Oh, so, oh, so man. everybody, well, that's yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, so everybody, um, uh, just add me on to your friends list if you happen to hit that one point nine billion. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh. There you go. You know, you're already in if I hit it. But, uh, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> Yesterday, I was in line, and a guy bought $10,000 worth of lottery mm-hmm. tickets. He had to call his bank because he did it through his uh, debit card. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? And and when he walked out, we were like, oh, damn. Like you said, Jerome, right. if it's meant to be, it's meant to be one ticket, one hit or quitter. Who knows? Well, you hit it. <laughs> James, I, let James Brown be your guide. Did hit it quit? <laughs> Hit it quick. And hey, Kavina, I'm here to tell you, Kavina, if if I hit it, we got you too, Kavina. You know, there has to be some rewards for people that get to do what we do. But, yeah. uh, man, yeah. I tell you, it's it's uh, it's crazy. Go ahead, man. Everybody's invited to the Serious Side rap party because it's going to be a rap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rap. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, yeah, and it's not we, – we, we're not talking about R.A.P. We're talking about W.R.A.P. It's a rap. Don't be there. Like, <laughs> where you paying for all that? It's a rap. rap. <laughs> uh, I saw mañana. Listen, but that last show is going to be something worth listening to. I just want to tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Kanye might be on that show. <laughs> it might be that bad. <laughs> Oh man, my bad. We got thirty seconds, brother. We got to go. So yo, man, it's right. Sunday. We're talking serious stuff. What time is it, my friend? We're talking <laughs> serious side of the Jay Rob show. There we go. All right, folks. Right. God bless you. We'll be back next uh-huh. week. Since well, I don't know. Check with us on Tuesday. We have a special show Tuesday. If we hit it. God bless you. Take care. Next week on a need to know basis, possibly depending yep. on the out. Depends on what happens we tomorrow. In. Y'all take care, folks. <laughs> we'll see you. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Peace.